Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Detroit Auto Podcast, celebrating the 2022 North American International Detroit Auto Show. Here's your host, Fox 2's Rup Raj. You know, if you told us five or ten years ago that we'd be talking about flying cars at the auto show, I tell you, yeah, you may be a little bit premature, but guess what? That time is here, and it's a very exciting time for many companies out there, including uh, Ronnie Plout, who's the CEO and co-founder of Air. It's a startup reimagining air mobility with EV toll technology, and it's a very exciting piece of technology that I want to talk to Ronnie about today. Ronnie, first of all, for those who aren't familiar, what is EV toll? Sure. So, so first of all, if you look at aviation in general, you have two animals. You have winged aircraft, this is airplanes, and you have VTOL, and until recently was, was just a helicopter. VTOL stands for vertical takeoff and landing. So anything that can take off vertically uh, is a VTOL. E-VTOL is just electrical vertical takeoff and landing. So exciting. So we're talking about merging uh, very exciting technologies together. Uh, mm-hmm. Taking this, you know, this launch and this, in this, you know, flight, and then saying, "Hey, let's do this electric." Can yeah. you provide a brief background about Air uh, as a company, as well as Air's inaugural flying vehicle? I know it's called Air One. Pretty yes. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, the company was founded by Ken Rosen, my partner and our C- CTO. Uh, this was about five years ago. Ken embarked on a on a on a journey that he started, technological journey to extend the range of a drone. Uh, so a multi-rotor, multi-rotor is, a, is a, a, a unit that has a lot of rotors, small rotors, so not like a, the big one of a helicopter. Um, the, the, the filming drones is very, very known. Um, and after playing with this for a few, I would say two years, um, I met him, this was about three years ago. Uh, I joined the company as an investor, as a C, as also as a CEO. Uh, since then, we have, uh, first of all, we have built multiple prototypes showing um, that the, what, what was imagined in, in Hen's head uh, was actually happening in real life and also in measurements and simulations. Uh, we, since then, we have built multiple prototypes up to full scale, uh, 27 feet of wingspan. Uh, we, have, we have taken uh, external funding, of course, seed funding, uh, and came to, to, to the unit that was shown just a few months ago, which is the Air One. Uh, this is a full scale, full weight, two-seater EV tow. Uh, total weight of about uh, 2,500 pounds, uh, takes about f- 550 uh, pounds of payload. So this is two people plus a little bit of luggage. Um, and, and basically that's a dream come true. It's a dream come true, but it's also for many people, just that, just a dream because they, they can't imagine actually doing this. Give us an idea as to how this would work and how quickly uh, we could be seeing these on the ground and in the air. Sure. So first of all, uh, a key statement here from our side is that we think that personal uh, proceeds public. So normally, you know, we had a carriage and horse. And at the end of this process, you had the buses, right? You started with the Wilbur Wright flying on by his own, uh, followed by single seaters, two seaters, and coming to the Airbus 380 with a few hundreds of people. 
So, and, and there is a reason for that. I mean, the, the relationship between a person and an instrument is much easier than if you have customers, if you have a few hundreds of them, the liability is bigger, the regulation are more complex and so forth. Uh, not, to, not to mention size. I mean, if you have a lot of people, it's a bigger instrument, you need more infrastructure. Um, so first of all, people fly for decades, right? I mean, we, we, we fly between continents. Um, so this is not new that people, people are uh, not too afraid, some of the people, or most of the people are not too afraid to take to the skies and, and move about. Um, you know, we, we can talk about how people were afraid to get into cars in the beginning of the previous century. Um, we, I think that generally speaking, it's about the trust of technology. Um, if you trust technology, um, for example, you can put all your stuff in the cloud, right? You put it in the cloud and you, you are sure that you'll get it, all your photos or your files and so forth. So it's a, just a matter of relationship with technology and ma the maturation of technology and the maturation of the relationship between humans and, and technology in order to enable this. This is so exciting. And I know that for you, this is just what you do every day. But for the rest of us listening to this, it's extraordinary. And it's just beautiful to hear that this day very well could be coming soon. I want to ask you about infrastructure. You know, when you think about Metro Detroit here, uh, mm -hmm. the morning commutes, you know, people take the different highways to get to work, 696, 75. You're there in Israel right now. You have an office in Texas. You're very familiar with how things work when it comes to traffic. Talk about the infrastructure that will be required in the air to make sure that this is done safely. Uh, well, first of all, it, it has to be understood that the air is much simpler than the ground. I'll tell you, I'll give you just a simple example. In Europe, for example, you have uh, even numbers to go south and uneven numbers to go uh, north. Okay, so if you're going at 200 feet uh, or let's say 600 feet, you're going north, 700 feet, you're going south and you don't have any interaction between the two by definition. Uh, now, if you take into account that those new EV tolls are, uh, all of them are fly-by-wire, so computerized completely and controlled by, by a unit which has its own rules and logics, uh, you can come to a situation where there cannot be any uh, physical interaction between, between uh, uh, vehicles. Uh, if you think about 696, uh, you're driving in this metal box, two and a half tons of metal, right? With three other guys, and you're driving like six, seven feet from another box, going both going at 60 miles per hour. I think we have to think about the 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 uh, the convergence of or or the trust that we came to uh, to have to those situations because literally, you know, if you if you do this on a highway. You're two seconds from death, right? If you do this in an aircraft, you're two minutes from anything. You're saying if you put your hands up in the air and just let go of the steering wheel in a car, boom, you're going to be talking about a potential accident. But when yeah. you're in the air, things are programmed in a certain way. You got the space, you got the technology to prevent that yes. from happening. Exactly. That's so exciting. I want to ask you a little bit about how people would get their hands on one of these and how would the licensure process work? How would someone get a license to to fly a car in the air or a vehicle in the air. Yes, so um, the, the, the licenses we're talking about is not far from the licenses you have today. Uh, all of the other EV tolls or the vast majority of the EV tolls are going commercial and they are going commercial because physical reasons. Well, some of them are limited by range. Some of them are very expensive. And when you go to a commercial aircraft, you need to have a commercial pilot's license, which is 250 hours plus 
justification that you are good enough to take people. Uh, and this is a matter of liability. Uh, there are very small EV tolls, but these are single seaters that can be uh, can some can be considered something like the e-scooters of of today on the ground. Uh, we are the only company that is doing doing private or personal certified vehicle, and this will require something in the range of twenty to forty um, uh, training hours, not very far from what you have in a car. Very, very cool. Uh, so talk about the North American International Auto Show. Where can people find you and, and how excited are you for the big show? So we are just next to the supercars. Um, we, uh, we, have, we have a full scale model there. Uh, this is not the flying prototype. We have a flying prototype and we have flown a few times in Israel when we're going to start flying in the US. The prototype that we have on the ground in the, in the show is a static one uh, for transportation reasons. We, we don't have the batteries and motors there. Uh, uh, you can you can you can look at it, touch it. You can. This is the actual product that is going to be sold. Uh, we are selling our units on the website. We have sold over 200 units so so far. Uh, you can pre-order it, putting a deposit. Uh, it's priced like a high-priced car, not not something out of the ordinary. One hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars, and we expect delivery is late 2024. Very exciting times, and we're just so pumped and and really. Uh... You know, we're looking up at the sky going, what is the future going to look like? You know, you get a driver's license on the ground, you'll get an air license in the sky, like you say, yeah. like it's already done. And it's all coming very, very soon. So we want to thank you for your time, Ronnie Plout, the CEO and co-founder of AIR. It's really good to talk to you thank today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to the Detroit Auto Podcast, produced by iHeartMedia. If you would like to sponsor the podcast, please contact autopodcast at iheartmedia.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.